This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. You are listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. Once again, my name is Pastor Jared Pollard. I'm Dr. Jonathan Clark. And this week we're going to be talking about ways God's Spirit helps you understand the Bible better. Uh, But before we get there, we've got an ALC Recommends. What are we recommending this week? Uh, We recommend our upcoming Nights of Encounter at Abundant Life, January 14th through the 16th. That's Mm -hmm. next uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. It's actually a week from Sunday, Monday, Mm -hmm. and Tuesday. It starts at 6.30 to 8, and we do this during the backside of our 10-day Daniel fast that we do. We get together as a church, mm-hmm. and those are those are awesome nights. Somebody in our small group last night was telling me how much those had impacted mm. them. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And then on that Wednesday, we will have a vision night um, where you can come and hear uh, some of what's going to be going on in ALC in 2024. Awesome. It's going to be great. Wonderful going to be really good. All right, so ways that God's Spirit helps you understand the Bible better. So I got a couple of questions for you. Here we go. When you go to read for fun, Mm -hmm. do you prefer fiction or nonfiction type reading Mm. for pleasure? For pleasure, it would be fiction every time. Fiction every time. Mm -hmm. I I try, and sometimes that works for me. (laughs) I I tend to find myself drifting more towards Mm. nonfiction in Mm. different ways, biographies or... Uh, science books or you know just more fun but I just I just gravitate there so but whatever type of book I'm reading or you're reading now if it's fiction I don't I don't think this is going to apply but if you're reading nonfiction, do you find if it helps if you either know the author personally or if you know like if you're reading a biography mm-hmm. or a, a how-to book does it help you if you know them personally or if you know about them for sure it does cuz i i already have a general interest in that direction yeah. and then you get all the details so you're filling in the blanks yeah as you're going along yeah Absolutely. it's kind of like your mind um sort of identifies with that yeah. person even if you don't know them but you know about them yeah i know my my brain just kind of puts it in a certain frame if, mm-hmm. if i know who that person is well here's here's the thing about the bible um we're talking about ways god's spirit helps you understand the bible this is part one um so the question is who wrote the bible and we're mm. going to talk about that did did men or the Holy Spirit write the Bible? Mm. Uh, well, we talked about on Monday, yesterday's podcast. If you didn't hear it, go back and read it. Uh, Hebrews 4, uh, 1 John 2, 2 Timothy chapter 3, that God himself wrote the Bible, mm. but he wrote the Bible through men. Yeah. So, so the answer to those questions is yes and yes. <laughs> men wrote the Bible, but the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible yeah. through men. Yeah. Um, and, and then we have the author, the Holy Spirit, inside of us. So I'm going to pull from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10 today. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered the heart of man mm. the things which God has prepared for those who love him. That's an awesome mm. verse. We could stop right there. But verse 10 says, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Mm. Pause. 
for the spirit searches all things yes the deep things of god mm. so god has revealed to us his things through his spirit through mm. the word of god that's good and that's a new new testament old testament isaiah chapter 11 verse 2 says the spirit of the lord shall rest upon him that's prophetically referring to jesus mm-hmm. the spirit of wisdom and understanding now it goes on and it says the spirit of counsel and might, mm-hmm. the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. All important. Yeah. For today's discussion, we're going to talk about the spirit of wisdom and understanding, mm-hmm. how the Holy Spirit helps re- reveals things to us through his spirit and helps us understand the Bible better. Yeah. So yesterday we talked about the, that the Bible is alive, it's, it's powerful, mm-hmm. it's sharp, the Holy Spirit's inside. And so I, we talked about this yesterday. And, and these first four days of podcasts, there's going to be a lot of overlap mm-hmm. and, and probably going over some of the same things. But I think it's important to, to let this kind of soak into our spirits that reading the Bible isn't just about duty or obligation, per se. Uh, <laughs> and we'll talk about that tomorrow. But uh, there's, there's actually real benefit to read the Bible, especially if you're a Christian. Uh, so, uh, your thoughts on the, the author, the, that's inside of us teaching us the word of God, how the spirit, the Holy spirit helps us understand the Bible better. Yeah. Um, it, I think when we realize, you know, again, that Hebrews four reference, this thing is alive. Yeah. It's alive because of the Holy spirit, the the inspiration, the content, the, the application of it, it's alive. So things that are written in this book is not just me reading a history book it is me reading some history because there are all sorts of different types of literature contained within scripture yeah but it's also me reading poetry and it's also me reading teaching and yeah it's also me reading all these different things that i can then take and apply and allow the holy spirit to to bring to my mind in appropriate situations yeah um from finances to marriage to business to uh, relationships to uh, all of these different matters that really affect the way that we live every day, uh, they can be understood and they can be communicated and then they can be passed from us to others that want to learn about that revelations that the Lord has given to me I can then share with others and the Holy Spirit can do the same thing within them that he did within me Um, and that's just amazing that that's a reality I think of a scripture I don't know the reference right offhand I I think it's in Psalms but it says the heavens even the heavens belong to the Lord but the earth he's given to the children Mm -hmm. of men and Mm -hmm. another reference says the things that are revealed belong to us and our children forever Mm -hmm. So the Bible, and again, we'll talk about this more. It is it is textbooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, uh, some Christians and a lot of non Christians that will read the Bible, of course, they say it's the uh, the best story ever written, mm-hmm. the, the greatest story ever told. Mm-hmm. And I think I think what is it? The best selling book of all time is that still? I would, is that still true? Uh, I would say so. Unless, <laughs> or what was the rumor way back there that the Da Vinci Code or whatever that okay. book was took over? It's either the best selling book or one of the best selling books of all time. And even non Christians uh, will read the Bible and say, wow, this is a great historical book, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's a great book of poetry. Um, they, you know, still, they still list the Bible as the best selling. 
See okay. What, I'll look up what the number two is. Yeah. So. That's, I think that's super neat and super important that this Bible that was written by the Holy Spirit uh, can be read in a lot of different ways. But, you know, when I came back to the Lord from my years of torment and um, kind of more what I would call religious Christianity when I was younger, I didn't have any desire to read the Bible as history or poetry. Mm-hmm. I needed I needed it to be alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and it started becoming alive. Yeah. And then I kind of got hooked if you will yeah. kind of got addicted mm. to the bible uh mm. from from that point on yeah second second is the quran so oh my people people searching for answers interesting yep and then don quixote so <laughs> <laughs> well yeah don well yeah <laughs> but the quran is number two yep have you ever read don quixote uh i have read portions uh, it's, uh, you know, in English classes, we're like, all right, we're going to read this segment. Uh, but I've never read the whole thing. I don't remember ever reading that. As a side note, I do remember in, I think, junior high English or high school English, we had to read A Tale of Two Cities. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, it was so <laughs> thick. And it was so, But it was one of those uh, stories that has multiple plot lines. Mm-hmm. And then way down the road, they come together. Mm-hmm. And it's, I remember thinking, that's kind of like uh, Les Miserables. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I, I remember thinking, I actually like that. <laughs> but I don't think I want to tell myself that. Because I might start doing this all the time. <laughs> I will not admit it. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. You, so we, we talked about the uh, different types of books at the beginning. And uh, you know one of my favorites is uh historical fiction so yes real real life things yes but fake characters yes or allegorical characters um, that tell the story so one time i was reading a book and it's an an amazing book uh it's a war book um and uh, it was written from the italian perspective from world war ii really really good but i was so emotionally invested in this book that I had a dream that one of our small group leaders died in my arms in a trench in France. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> because I was so emotionally involved in this book. So I, I share that because the really cool thing about reading the Bible is it can feel sometimes a little bit like historical fiction, except you are the fictional character. Wow. And you fit into this story still. Yeah. Um, And so it's not that we're coming in and we're going to rewrite scripture and reattach meaning to it and change it and all that. It's more that what was written is so alive and so inspired by the Holy Spirit that it is now still a part of our story and yes. will continue to be a part of the story of the generations to come. Yes. Um, and then hopefully you don't have any dreams about uh, your friends dying in your arms in trenches in France in the 1940s. But you know. It seems like a lot of a lot of <laughs> movies and streaming series these days are mm-hmm. doing that. They're doing historical. I mean, The Crown being mm-hmm. an obvious one. And my wife and I look at each other and say, I wonder if that's actually how that happened. <laughs> we don't, I don't know. You know we don't know. It could, it could be true. It might not be. Yeah, for sure. Another thing uh, about the Bible is, you know, let's 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 just say the elephant in the room. There's a lot of passage in the in the Bible that are tough. They're they're brutal, mm. and there's something about having the author 
of the book inside of you that mm. you know that person and you trust them. Mm. And then when you read the passages that are really hard to understand or just mm -hmm. painful, um, you say, you know, okay, it, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. And I can get through it better yeah. if I know the author. Yeah. And I, it's kind of like you, if you know the ending, mm -hmm. if, if you know the beginning, mm -hmm. which was good, and you know the ending, which is good, it helps you get through the tough parts in the yeah. middle yeah. that are, because every good story has a crisis and a turn. Yep. Every good story, the villain's going to show up. It's true. Well, the Bible is no different. Yep. It's got villains. It's got crises. It's true. But but we know, so to speak, the good that it's going mm -hmm. towards. So that helps. Mm -hmm. That helps get through those tough passages. Yeah, absolutely. I also think, and maybe this is a good way for us to close, I believe it's uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. It talks about all the promises find their yes and amen in him. Yes. And so... The Bible is full from Old Testament all the way through the New Testament of these promises of God. Yeah. And I remember reading some of these promises the first time and thinking, is that really for me? Yeah. Um, and that verse answers that question. Yes, it is. Yeah. Now, we don't want to take, you know, sections of Scripture that were intended for one group of people and twist it so that it's intended for us. That's not exactly what I'm saying. But what it is saying is, for instance, in the Old Testament, there are all of these names of God, characteristics of God that are revealed. Yeah. Well, those are true for you. Yeah. They're true for me. And God can use, the Holy Spirit can inspire these passages from these, like you talked about with you guys looking for confirmation to get married, all of these passages that you would think, how on earth would this ever have anything to do with me? Yeah. And then they just, the Holy Spirit says there, that's it. That's what I'm trying to speak to you. Yeah. This lesson was taught thousands of years ago, but it's for you today. Yeah. Um, and so what I, I think what we would encourage you today is while you're reading, allow the Lord, um, and I might be peeking ahead a little bit, but allow the Lord to give you Rhema's living words yeah. from scripture yeah. um, that can change your life. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. On Sundays, you can join us at 8.30 a.m. for our time prayer meeting and our services at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m.